Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And just before I introduce my amazing guests that I have on today, I just want to let you know what is coming up very shortly. So I have had a lot of people showing great interest in the solo episodes that I've done. And I'm going to bring you more solo episodes. So coming in June, I'm going to be answering some of those questions that are kind of backlogged from the first solo episode that I did. And if you have more questions that you want me to answer, you want me to dive into a specific topic, then you can email me. So innerdominatrix at gmail.com. Send me your comments, feedback, questions. I'm going to get to those on all the special episodes starting in June. All right, so let's get started. Let me introduce to you this amazing guest that I have. So Tracy, and you know what? I did this again. Tracy, I forgot to ask you how you pronounce your last name. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, totally okay. I'm, I'm used to it. Uh, it's Minutolo. Minutolo. Okay, so mm-hmm. Tracy is a side hustle coach. So she's working with people who have a job and they're looking to start up a business on the side, get some income, maybe transition full-time into that side hustle or maybe just keep it as a side hustle. So I am super excited, Tracy. I am, you know, you tell me more about your background. What, why are you so passionate about this? Sure. So I, um, you know, went to college like a lot of folks did and I had student loans like a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of folks mm. also do. Um, and so that kind of coupled with never really, I guess, learning or never really having an interest, I guess that's kind of an important maybe distinction in, in learning to manage my finances. I made a lot of pretty silly decisions, um, kind of let some things get out of hand uh, in terms of credit cards um, in my, my early and mid twenties. And I accrued a lot of debt. So between that and the student loans, I ended up with a tremendous amount of debt uh, by the time I moved to California. And in round about 2009, early 2009, when the economy here was not doing so well, I was working for a small, very small company here in town. And so we were under 20 employees and our bosses were, were forced to make some really tough decisions and they didn't want to lay anybody off, but they had to make some decisions to save costs. So what they did was they cut our, our work week back from 40 hours to 32 hours and we had a corresponding 20% pay cut that went along with that. So everyone had a pay cut. And for me, um, I was living paycheck to paycheck at the time, which, you know, it in retrospect, it is kind of silly because I don't, I mean, I'm single or I didn't have children, really just taking care of myself. And I, but I am living in an expensive city. And, but really what it came down to is I wasn't managing my money very well. And so I was in a pretty scary situation. I had, uh, as I mentioned, a lot of debt that traveled with me across the country. I'm originally from the East Coast, so the debt followed me. And now I'm, I'm sitting here with this 20% pay cut. And, you know, so I was, I was terrified. So I ended up getting into a debt management program. I got all those credit cards cleaned up, which was awesome. Um, Good for you. Learned how to live without credit because during that time period, um, I had to close all my accounts and I wasn't able to apply for new credit for anything. And my car was aging at the time and I was, you know, I just had a keep it running. I couldn't go buy a new car or anything like that. So I just really learned kind of to live cash and carry, which was awesome. It was the best thing I ever could have done. I really needed to learn that lesson. Um, but as I was coming out of that, 
I started to realize, okay, what's on the other side of debt, right? Because previous to that, I kind of accepted that I was going to be in debt for a heck of a long time. And I wasn't really thinking about life after debt because it was just, I don't know, I guess it just hadn't really occurred to me that I wouldn't, I don't, it sounds silly, but it's just, <laughs> you know, it, kind of. Yeah. It can become all consuming. Yeah. And also it's kind of like where I'm coming from. Um, my family, you know, we've, my parents had debt, uh, I have friends that have debt. It was just kind of this, this way of life in a sense. And so it was just one of those things where I just felt, okay, this is kind of just the way it is. I'm going to carry this with me, you know? And so as I was coming out of this debt management program and I started to see, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel, I started thinking to myself, okay, well, maybe now is that, you know, like I can start thinking about, you know, wealth building or, you know, saving for retirement <laughs> or some of these other responsible adult things that I should be doing. But, you know, I kind of wanted to take my own approach to this. I mean, I had been a big Susie Orman fan and, you know, I kind of always followed that, like, just, you know, loved, loved her. But I started looking into some podcasts that were out there and I, I had been a huge podcast fan, but I hadn't really dug into it, you know, as far as looking for personal finance related shows. So I started doing that and I found shows like The Well-Kept Wallet. I found, I'm trying to think, well, one that's actually not being produced anymore, but it was uh, geared at millennials called the Yo Pro Wealth podcast. And that one really, really made an impact on me because for the first time hearing these stories of people that are a lot younger than I am and they're, you know, like, okay, I have a full-time job, but I'm actually also doing something on the side. And that allowed me to get out of debt much, much faster. And, you know, so my, uh, like a couple of light bulbs went off in my mm. head. Yeah, I had always kind of done something on the side, I should say, but they were always things like part-time jobs or um, sort of one-off kind of little things that I would do. Because I live um, in San Diego now, and there are a lot of um, there's a uni big universities here, and they a lot of times have research studies that you can sign up and do. So like maybe the psychology department needs, you know, some test subjects to take a couple of, you know, tests or something like that, computer tests or whatever. So I would always just sign up for those and, you know, earn a couple of bucks and then promptly go spend it. <laughs> yeah, but, donating you know, your body to science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually did a sleep study once too, which was a lot of fun where they kind of hooked me up overnight and watched my brain waves as I slept. Oh, cool. That was really fun. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I would be doing these sort of one-off things or part-time jobs, but never really um, considered starting a side business. I never considered a business at all. I've always been in this kind of, um, you know, I have a nine to five, I'm an employee. That's and, and it wasn't a bad thing. It was just who I, I was. And just through listening to some of these shows and hearing from a lot of people that were kind of like a lot like me and people that had a lot more debt than I had and people that had situations that were a little more, you know, maybe dramatic. And I'm like, well, why couldn't I do something like this? So that kind of set me on a course of like some heavy duty self exploration, um, in terms of mining my, my skill sets and my experiences to try to figure out, okay, you know, I'm trained as a, a microbiologist. That's what I do full time. I work in a lab. And so, you know, how does that, how would that translate to a side job? So, you know, that I could consult, I could do something like that. But then you start to get into the area where it might be a conflict with your yeah. you know, company you're working <laughs> for. So that was crossed off the table. And so I, I did, I should say, I did do a few courses, mostly like self-study courses to try to figure some of this stuff out. But I really, you know, and that only got me so far. I ended up, you know, making these big lists of, you know, potential business ideas and then 
crossing them all off the list and saying, these are terrible. I don't even want to do some of these things. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it was interesting because, you know, I'm a guitar player. So I was like, I could teach guitar. I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know, I'm great at, you know, helping people with their resumes. I kind of don't want to do that. So <laughs> really kind of an interesting and frustrating experience, but it, but it was something I had to go through. I think I had to kind of push through that. Yeah. Um, and you know, what actually ended up happening, good idea came to me on my commute, which often happens. I actually am I'm pretty grateful for my commute because it's that time where I, that I can just think. And then it's really been, been awesome. Some of my best ideas have come to me on that 30 minutes up to work in the morning. But it just dawned on me. I said, okay, I've been volunteering for years for these two organizations. And I'm the one that always does the social media. Nobody else on the teams ever wants to touch it. They hate it. They don't want anything to do with, you know, posting on Facebook or trying to figure out Twitter or, you know, doing anything promotional for, you know, our organizations. They just don't, they don't like it. It wasn't really their, their thing. Um, and I ended up doing a little bit of WordPress, um, just, just updating blog posts for one of the organizations. So I had those skills and I, I guess I hadn't really considered leveraging those because they weren't paid. Right. It was all volunteer basis. So the organizations that I work with, uh, they were both, um, they're amazing. They served homeless teens here in town. So we raised money for services for homeless and at-risk teens. Just awesome stuff. But I had never considered like, okay, this is kind of a, a skill set that's in demand right now. And so together that, uh, understanding that with all of the other um, influences that were coming to me from the podcast that I was listening to, started thinking because I started really following some some of these shows. Um, one was the Side Hustle Show with Nick Loper. One is uh, Happened to Your Career with Scott Barlow. So I had started to develop a couple of like just um, a casual rapport with some of the podcast hosts. And when this idea came to me, I just decided to reach out for input. I wasn't really looking for clients necessarily at the time. I was just like, hey, here's where I'm at. I have these skills. I'm thinking of doing this. Do you have any like experience working with a VA? A virtual assistant. Do you have any, mm -hmm. any like experience with this? What do you think of, you know, my skill set versus what might be needed in, in the market, you know, in terms of podcasters who need VA help? And I got some awesome responses back and two of those folks became clients. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's really, I mean, it's not a nutshell. That was a big long-winded story, but um, <laughs> that is it. I guess it's really just like the, the whole idea that, you know, you, your financial future, but also your, your sense of purpose and your, what you can do for yourself. It's all in your power. It's all up to you. There's so much out there. There's so much available. And it's like, if you're willing and you're, you know, you're willing to put yourself out there and take those steps and connect with people and just willing to do that, like so many amazing things can happen. Yeah. And you know, I love in your story that you, you took that time to really dig in and say, okay, what, what do I want to be doing? You know, and, and I think this is one of my beefs when I see people that get pulled into these, you know, opportunity, you know, the network marketing kind of things. And, and not to say that network marketing is bad. It's just that I think a lot of people jump into them strictly for the money mm -hmm. and it's not a passion at all. And then, you know, they're not willing to dig in and do the work because they're not really excited about it. So I love the fact that you actually, took that time to just explore, okay, what, what would I like doing? And then, you know, keep asking questions and, and putting it out there. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and what, 
kind of what have I, what am I already enjoying doing? Because mm -hmm. the reason that I took on the social media was because, you know, first of all, nobody wanted to do it, but it was also something that I just geeked out on. I loved it. So for me, it was like, wow, I can do something that I think is really fun for a group of people that I really love and admire and just so like super inspired by. So it was win-win for me. Absolutely. And, and that's the, the thing I would think that for people thinking about a side hustle, you know, it, again, it needs to be something that lights you up because you, you're putting in your 40 hours possibly at a, at a regular job. So the thing that you're doing outside of that can't be a drain on your energy system. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely right. And not if you're going to do it in any sustainable way. I mean, right. you can do stuff for a little while. You can, you know, just to earn a couple of bucks. It depends on what your goals are. Yeah. Around it. You know, where do you suggest for tips and things like if people are currently in a 40 hour work week, they're, you know, they have the job and they're thinking about adding something on the side, where would you steer them initially? So initially, uh, I would really just have them step back and really examine why they want a side hustle. Like what, what's the whole drive behind it? You know, is it just a couple of extra bucks a month? Or are they looking to really um, kind of express another element or another um, avenue of their purpose? You know, because for me, that's a lot of what it is as well. So, you know, there's nine to five Tracy who, you know, goes to work in a lab and that is 100% me. But then there's also side hustle coach Tracy who gets to like hang out with other nine to fivers and help them get their side businesses started. And, and that's another element. So there are two different aspects of my purpose, I guess. Um, and so to me, that's kind of the most, I don't know, exciting and inspiring type of side business that you can start. And those are the folks that I really enjoy working with. But again, and I think that's the recipe for, for longevity, like really wanting, you know, having a side business that you stick with and you can actually like see it, you know, getting off the ground and growing is something that you truly feel, you know, that you are um, just absolutely into and you're lit up by. Absolutely. So that's, that's where I have people start is really just understanding why and understanding what's, you know, what goes into having a side business that it does represent um, a commitment in terms of time, energy, your bandwidth, you know, all sorts of things. Um, and just kind of being real with themselves there and honest, you know, with what they have to give, what they're willing to give to a side business. And that's, that's where we start. Yeah. I, you know, and it's interesting. It's like what I'm doing now, I kind of did build this as a, as a side business to my, to my other businesses. <laughs> so, you know, I never, I'm not the good employee type, so I, I can't relate to that. You know, I, I am actually a really bad employee. Um, <laughs> and I say that, I say, I have to hire myself because I, like, I'm that person standing there, you know, two minutes to five, I'm looking at my clock and I'm waiting to punch out if it's, if I have a job, but if I have my own business, I'm like digging in. So anyway, so I have this, I have my main business going, which is, you know, my bread and butter. And for the, for about three years, I was building up my coaching on the side, you know, getting the social media thing going and, you know, putting it out there and putting it out there. And so when I went full time, it was a lot easier for me to transition into having a full-time income from what I'm doing because I built it up that way. Right. So I'm a big, you know, I, Hey, I will, you know, tout the, uh, the benefits of the side hustle for sure. You know, I think, I wouldn't say I'm unique in this space, but I'm definitely, I notice in a lot of the kind of the circles that I hang in, like I might be the only voice that's kind of sticking up for the day job, I guess. Because I think the day job, day jobs are a dirty word in a lot of places. People are always, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and I get it. Yeah. But I think 
a lot of that is due to folks that, you know, maybe don't understand exactly what types of environments work for them in the first place, what types of, yeah. you know, they don't understand how to align their strengths with, you know, a, a place like an, a job and a role in a company that actually allows them to express that. So I think, and this is one thing I always tell people too, is that if you have a job that you hate and you can't stand and you want to get away from, you probably want to slow down and look at that and understand why, because you will, it's very easy to end up creating a side business that ends up feeling like a next, uh, another horrible job that you want to get away from. <laughs> so it's, it really does take a lot of work up front. And so, you know, I think my process is probably a little slow for some people who want to hit the ground and start, you know, earning like in the next week, because right. I really force people to, to slow their roll and really examine some of these things because I, my whole point here is to cut the learning curve for people and, you know, to help them, find a side hustle and there is no perfect side hustle let's let's get that out of the way first of all here there is no like right idea you know because that's one <laughs> thing that people really struggle with is like what if i pick the wrong idea there, there is no right idea but there is the best idea that's the best fit for where you are right now and what you want and where you think you want to go and then you take that and you roll with it you see what happens and you evolve for sure and you know some of those quote-unquote mistakes are, are the biggest learning gifts. I know when I went bankrupt with the one business, it was such a gift. It was like so much that I got out of that. Um, and so much freedom because, you know, now I can sit and I, I'm not afraid to risk a couple thousand dollars because mm. I can look back and go, I've already lost half a million. Like what's mm, a couple wow. thousand, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. it changes your perspective. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really with you on that. It's to dig in and, and not be afraid to lose, try something out. You will learn something about yourself at the very, very least. That's right. And you'll meet some pretty amazing people around uh, along the way. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and another way to look at it is really just, you know, once you're in action, once you're, you're moving, it's weird. It's like, uh, you know, that whole quote about the universe conspires to make it happen for you. It's like, yeah. You definitely will see things that you would not have seen if you had just stayed on the sidelines thinking, which business should I start? Oh, I don't want to pick the wrong idea. So get in there, pick the wrong idea, find yeah. out that it's the wrong idea, and the right idea might be right on the other side of that. Oh, yeah. So often that is the case. I really encourage my clients the same thing. It's just like, go and try it out because so many times you on the other side is exactly the piece of information that you need. And so it is the right decision because it brought you to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. But we have to, I think we have to let go of this idea that there's a right and a wrong choice. Um, so I love the fact that you're, you're really promoting that, that it's, there is no perfect side hustle. There is what's going to work for you, what's going to light you up. That could be anything. Mm -hmm. And it's a starting point, especially for somebody yeah. who's really coming right from the nine to five world. And this is their first opportunity, their first time diving into something like this, you know, and it can be just really empowering to make those first couple of bucks outside of a full-time job. Yeah. That can be enough to kind of get you going and it's, it's really cool. Yeah. You've done a lot of work around the debt and getting, getting out of debt and, you know, lots of your learning about money. Are you weaving that kind of learning into, you know, training people how to manage their money, how to think about cash flow management, that kind of skills? It's something that I would like to do. It's something I'd like to kind of include as I go along. I'm about a year into my coaching journey at this point now. And so I have, you know, systems that work for me and I can recommend tools to people, but it's not really entirely my wheelhouse. So right. I 
tend to find other folks that that is their thing and I will align with them and I that way I can refer people. And actually in my Facebook group, we're doing this uh, series of monthly spotlights in there and where the entire month we focus around a certain theme that relates to side hustle. And one of the things I want to do is bring in somebody who is like a, a personal finance coach and just have them give us like a money month. And I'm actually really like looking forward to doing that. Nice. What a great idea. And, and a great way to resource, you know, it's it not only have you done it for yourself, but now you can showcase somebody else, which does ultimately elevate you and showcase where your brilliance is, right? We don't have to be experts in everything. Right. We can, you know, in, in bringing somebody else in, you, you elevate your expertise because you're smart enough to bring in somebody smarter than you. That's right. Yeah. And so, um, we actually are wrapping up our productivity month. We had a cool little presentation on Trello last night, which totally lit me up. I can't wait to actually dive in and start playing around with, with Trello. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Now Trello is a, uh, like a time management type program. It's like a productivity, productivity tool. So it works like um, if you picture like a whiteboard with stickies and you can move stuff along, like as you're, you know, you have a, a group of tasks and projects that you're working on, you can break those down into smaller bite-sized bits and then you can move them across the board and put them in different categories as you work on and complete them. Very cool. Which is entirely, you know, it's just such a big help. Like if you're doing a side hustle that is remote at all, then, you know, that kind of skill set is, is so valuable for your people to learn. Oh, definitely. Um, so as I mentioned, my first side business was as a VA for podcasters. And so I actually worked a lot in Asana, uh, which is another project management tool. And so client and the rest of his team and I, like we all had, um, you know, visibility on the projects that were, were happening and, you know, different tasks assigned to us and deadlines and everything was amazing. It was great. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. Okay, so I know that like there's so much more that we could we could dive into here, um, but before we go off on a tangent and I take you down, you know, a, a t <laughs> another path. How can people find you? Sure, um, you, and I'm going to spell this too. Um, you can find me at tracyminutolo.com. So that's T-R-A-C-E-Y-M-I-N-U-T-O-L-O.com. I also have a Facebook group that's Side Hustlers Haven, and you can find that. You can just go to um, sidehustlershaven.com, and it'll take you right to the group as well. Brilliant, brilliant. So those are great resources for people, anybody who's looking to start a side hustle or maybe improve their side hustle, definitely reach out to Tracy. And Tracy, thank you so much for coming on the Inner Dominatrix podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Dana. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in to the Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your Inner Dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.